Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, August 28th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. In this podcast, we talk about news and politics and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg and post your thoughts there, an article you would like for us to discuss. This week on the podcast, we'll be talking about Jews, Catholics, Satanists, and Mormons. Oh my. (laughs) But first... I thought I would go with, uh, switch it up a little bit this week and go with a tweet from our president. Oh, it should be inspiring, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm ready to be inspired. If you haven't seen it, today, this morning, he tweeted, Google results for, quote, Trump news shows only viewing slash reporting of fake news media. They have it rigged for me and others so that almost all stories are bad news. Fake CNN is prominent. Republican slash conservative and fair media. I like how he throws the fair media. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's his reference to Fox News, right? Mm -hmm. But he says they're shut out. Illegal? (laughs) No. (laughs) Let me stop you there, Trump. No. No. (laughs) 96% of the results on Trump news are for national left-wing media. Very dangerous. Google and others are suppressing voices of conservatives and hiding information and news that is good. They are controlling what we can and cannot see. This is a very serious situation. Will be addressed. So they're Hmm. blocking out the Russian hack sites that are full (laughs) of shit? Right. Exactly. And the the three or four... Uh, news outlets that do support Trump, as opposed you to the mean hundreds that two, two. Well, no, Fox News and Breitbart. <laughs> yeah, but then you also you have like the Drudge Report and all that kind of nonsense. I do not consider the Drudge Report or the Daily Wire actual fucking news sources. Agreed, but they are sources of propaganda. So I, he would expect to see them there because they sure. support him. So not only is NBC, CNN, CBS, MSNBC all colluding against him now, Google, Yahoo, Bing. And Nexus Lexus are all getting together. <laughs> he called out Google specifically. I don't know about Bing because well, he said Google and Bing? others <laughs> are suppressing voices. So I'm trying to think of what other search engines are out there. <laughs> Ask Jeeves Go- clearly. <laughs> Google search results. Well, I mean, he's old, so AOL search, whatever that is. <laughs> Does anybody still use uh, Yahoo? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I do. What's what's the one the cool kids are all using now? Oh, There's whatever. another one. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not a cool kid. I, I also still use Yahoo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Yahoo is my main page for my news and everything like that, and I definitely still have a Yahoo email address that I prominently use. But when mm-hmm. I go to search, it's generally in the top bar, so it probably goes through Google. You know, huh. you can just type in where the address is. So yeah, I guess yeah. I use Google. Yeah. Well, it depends on the browser and if you've got adware installed. I mean, if you're using Chrome, then the default is Google, obviously. If you're using Internet no. Explorer, the default is Oh, yeah, Bing. yeah, yeah. So, just depends <laughs> Internet on the Explorer. Who's using that besides my mother? <laughs> However, my point in bringing it up is... <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. This is very dangerous. He's now not... He, he's now said fake news a couple million times, and he thinks people believe him. So now that he's trying to say that... You know, to completely discredit them, now he wants to, to go after the social media and restrict who you can see restrict uh, any of the media that is negative toward him. I disagree with you that this is not dangerous at all. (laughs) 
Well, he <laughs> asked he asked a guy whose name I don't remember in his cabinet to investigate, who went in front of the news cameras and said, we will investigate. I don't know if that was just, you know, placating the president. My God, placating oh, the president. Oh, just like when they told him he could take <laughs> over the Mueller investigation? Yeah. Yeah, 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 you can take that over. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> placating our, our toddler in charge. <laughs> I mean, look, he, he's not winning any new people over with this one. No. None of us have been like, oh, shit, I hadn't really thought about that. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, and it's the same rhetoric as with the with the uh, news stations. It's just it's just red meat to his base. So it's now a, they have one more thing to bitch about. But that is a really good point, though. I mean, he's not going to win any additional people. And the more he stomps his feet and behaves like a baby, the more he's going to lose his base. I know small percentage points, but still. I yeah, mean, listen, we took off on the... Probably the best week for us, but the worst week for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, true. Because it was a horrible week for Trump last week. And he is, this is a man just scrambling for anything to distract us. Yes. Uh, it was this, he today too, he said to a bunch of evangelicals that <laughs> if the Democrats win, there will be violence, violence. in the streets. Yep. Antifa. From Antifa, though. I don't know why Antifa would be uh, getting violent if Trump lost. I think what he was trying to insinuate the, that Antifa would be there, or Antifa, however you pronounce I it, it's, I it, do it that they, would every day. Be, they would be at the polling stations ready to commit violence. Or if he loses, then they can run rampant in the streets, stopping fascists. <laughs> yeah, possibly. But again, it's misdirection because he is accusing Antifa of doing the things that his own party does. I mean, how many times have we seen stories about Republicans showing up at polling stations with guns? Yeah. It happens all the time. It happens. I saw it. There you go. But again, it's only a distraction to his base. Yes. I didn't look at this and go, you know, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. What did Cohen do? What happened with Manafort? Mm-hmm. You know, it's pathetic. He is a pathetic piece of shit. <laughs> True. <laughs> Yeah. Now I, I'm making I would, a judgment right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would make the point that uh, I don't believe that this statement. I don't think that he thought it was going to be com- becoming public. He was addressing these evangelicals mm. in a private situation, and it was not like the media had already been dismissed. They were. I don't think he expected that to come out. So I think what he was trying to do was influence the evangelicals to go out and preach to their people that they need to you know go to the polls that they need to vote for trump like he was trying to get to get that to happen that would be my guess was he maybe implying like look i'm really going to test your faith in the next couple weeks when all this (laughs) shit comes about about all the porn stars i fucked (laughs) so i'm telling you right now ignore all that and vote for me because there could be violence (laughs) well there could be violence and the other thing that he said was all of the good work that we've done will be undone and it will be undone quickly yeah so that is what the They the might real let those was. kids go out of the cages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they'll roll forward again to abortion rights and they'll, you know, roll forward again to voting rights. They might clean we'll, the air, guys. Might clean air, the air. Clean yeah. it. <laughs> clean the water. So in the things that we missed last week, last Tuesday, instead of recording, we uh, we heard that one, Manafort had been found guilty on eight counts out of eighteen. Mm-hmm. That the other 10, there was one holdout, just like we had talked about the week before, that there was one Trumper that held out on all of it and tried to just have a complete hung jury. 
But they eventually convinced her that on, on eight of the counts. But, you know, there was pro-Trump supporters in there that did vote against him or judge yeah. against him, which was yeah. surprising. Yeah, well, the, the w- woman that went on Fox News was clearly a Trump supporter. Yep. Now, how would have mine and Ian's bet uh, gone out with only eight of ten <laughs> convictions? He was he was convicted. So I would have won. Damn, yeah, I should have took that. Absolutely. <laughs> I messed my head up, Ian. <laughs> I don't trust anything. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I mean, if he didn't appeal 75 times until he's, you know, dead, I don't think, I still don't think he's going to see a day of jail other than the jail that he's currently serving. Well, from what I understand is, even if he appeals, he's still got to sit in jail. Yeah. So. The judge said, you've been naughty. (laughs) Yeah. And he's got another trial next month. Right. And something interesting I did not know about. So if, let's say, I mean, Trump is definitely winding himself up to pardon him. But if he does pardon him, the next day Mueller can go. All right, get your ass in that chair and testify in front of the grand jury. And you must, you must be truthful, otherwise you're going back to jail. And he can pardon you for that. But I'm going to turn around and do it again. If you accept a pardon, you must uh, allocute, which you need, you need to say what you did, and you are forgiven right. for it. But it's part because of the record. The, the part of the pardon is that it's assumed that you were guilty. Right. So if you are guilty, you can no longer plead the Fifth Amendment. So you have to speak in front of a grand jury. Or you go to jail. Wow. I did not. I heard yeah. that, but I didn't understand why that worked that way. Yeah. So Manafort is going to talk to the grand jury one way or the other. Yeah, but didn't it just come out today that uh, he was trying to cut a deal with Mueller and they couldn't come to a deal? Yeah. Well, he's still <laughs> an no, arrogant No prick. pardon for you, sir. <laughs> True. I mean, he is still an incredibly arrogant one percenter who does not think the rules apply to him. So I'm sure he tried to cut some namby-pamby deal of zero jail time, and Mueller went, no. I got this tape from Access Hollywood. You want to hear it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So on the same day, uh, Cohen was also uh, pleaded. Yeah, I did. (laughs) On eight, another eight counts. So, and not only that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. uh, But he also said that he had a co-conspirator. So... Our president is an unindicted co-conspirator to federal offenses. Yep. Two. <laughs> so far. <laughs> Come on, guys. Those aren't even crimes. <laughs> <laughs> that he pled guilty to. Right. Now, the Google algorithm, probably illegal. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the well-known crimes that he pled guilty to, not really crimes. Mm. Is that Giuliani who said that? Or <laughs> I know truth is not truth. I know, uh, yeah, I think No, he... Trump said that they weren't crimes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. He tweeted out, he tweeted out that they were not crimes. Yeah. Boy, he... he went on television and said that we, we met with the Russians to get dirt on Hillary, and they made it about something else, so, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's all good, no problem. He said this on national television. Yeah. There are <laughs> so many things that would have taken down any other president, but... Any other Democratic president. I don't even know if, like, a Bush could get away with this shit. I feel like Bush got away with similar shit. Oh, no, no, no. He got away with bad shit. I mean, this is an interesting thing I heard. Like, as bad as as Trump is, he has not put the world yet in as bad a position as as George Bush did. Like, as far as, like, wars and shit like that. Now, morally, yes, he's a worse person Mm. than Bush. But Bush, at this point, was definitely a worse president. I well, suppose if you say world, I think he's. I think Trump is easily putting our country at risk with the things that he has done. Right, and that's well. Let's you know the four years isn't up yet, but right. And I beg to differ. Uh, North Korea and Iran. Iran. He he's applying sanctions to them again, even though they've upheld their end of the bargain. 
what the hell is that? Um, and North Korea, they've all just pulled out of their agreements. We're doing war games again with South Korea. That's not going to go over well. That's not going to end well. Right, but I'm saying at this point. At this point, sure, but I, I, it took Bush a while to spin up. I think Trump's just getting started. <laughs> Did you see him draw the flag the other day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the blue stripes? Yeah. 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 Would they have not eviscerated well, Obama for that? Yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah. God. They eviscerated him for a tan suit. Come on. All right, let's keep going. I, there's more people yes. that flipped on him. <laughs> right, this is true. So the other two people that I was going to mention, maybe I, maybe there are more, but the major one, Alan Weisselberg, mm-hmm. is Trump's has been Trump's financial guy, his CFO for for Trump International for decades. decades. He was granted immunity. Mm. <laughs> now, <laughs> what that means, that's not a good thing for Trump. Mm. Uh, what that means is he was granted immunity, meaning he cannot be charged, which means, again, he can't plead the fifth. He can't not testify. And he has to go before the uh, uh, the grand jury and actually uh, speak. And the other person is David Pecker, the guy who was mentioned, who's <laughs> fantastic. It's an unfortunate the guy who name. Was, <laughs> Well, what an appropriate name for his line of business. <laughs> or did the name cause him to do that? <laughs> he just tortured his whole life. <laughs> so this guy is the David who was mentioned in the Cohen Trump recording that you've heard on the news, I'm sure, where they, they he referred to him as our friend David. This guy is, he's what, the CEO or owner? I don't remember, of the National Enquirer. And see, he's in charge of the National Enquirer. Well, in not some just, way. he owns a whole news corporation that the Enquirer is under. Something it's called like AMI. World News or something like that. What is yeah? yeah. It's, what was it called again? AMI. Yeah. So uh, this is the corporation that gave the Playboy Playmate one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to not talk about. Oh, to, to for they bought her story, her exclusive rights to her story, and then didn't publish it. Yeah. What is it called? Catch and halt or something catch and, like. Catch and catch and dump. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Supposedly Pecker has a gigantic vault worth of shit on Trump. And when, I, and such. Yeah, yeah. and when I say vault, I mean like a safe that he just kept in his office. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. For years. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mueller's got all... Well, you, you gotta know, all these people that have known Trump for years and years, they know he's a son of a bitch. And they know that he will that t- Trump will turn on him in, in a heartbeat. So they've got proof under every corner of every rug. Well, please, if right. your own just, lawyer is recording you... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. Why is, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, Weiselberg, I just want to mention, you're, you're talking about Pecker having these tapes. Weiselberg has all the financial books. He's been the the f- head of the finance since like the late 70s. Yeah. He has all the bodies. Mm. And they don't right. give out immunity unless you got the goods. Right. You know, they don't well, go, I got something for you if you give me immunity. And they go, okay, we'll give you immunity. They're like, no, you tell us what you got and then we might give you immunity. But the thing is what he has though is financial stuff. Going back for decades, but right. n- not very much of that. I mean, some of it will be while he was president, but most of it will be for previous to him being president. And I don't know if financial shenanigans falls under high crimes and misdemeanors. Really? Well, the, no, 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 no. This is not just financial shenanigans. He has the evidence showing the uh, the Russian oligarchs laundering oh. money through the Trump Tower. Good point. The hundreds of millions of dollars that Russia has purchased in these outrageously expensive condos that they overpaid for for some weird reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good that, point. So that, that it shows the ownership tie, of Trump. 
yeah, that will tie Trump, the Trump organization, to Russian oligarchs in ways that are only described that I've seen in that uh, that book, House of Trump, House of Putin. Okay. And that. maybe it's not true, and Weisselberg's uh, books will prove that it's not true. We should just take a look at the books and find out. What does he need immunity for, then? <laughs> right. Mm. Now, I would take, uh, there was one thing, when we were on the road, we were listening to uh, the Young Turks, and the one thing that they mentioned was that you don't get immunity unless you give something. Well, that's not entirely true. You can be granted immunity so that you can be forced to testify. Just because they know how much you know? It's not necessary that there be an agreement first. Normally there is. Mm. Normally it's, you know, I'm in trouble, um, but if I get immunity, I will give you everything. But sometimes it is, we're going to give you immunity and force you to sit in front of the grand jury. Yeah, but Mm. can't they just be like, oh, have them sit in front of the without knowing what they're going to say? I suppose that could be a tactic if... You know, they if they kind of know all the truth to begin with and they know when he's lying, but it's dangerous to put somebody that you don't know what they're going to say in front of the grand jury. If you know whether or not they're lying, I ju- then... I just can't imagine them giving him immunity with the ending going like and... Well, they're not going to. They're not going to go to him. Please tell us about all your crimes. They're going to say, "All right, ledger number four hundred and seven, page seventeen. Please read what that says, and please tell us what that means." They're going to know exactly what to ask him, and they're going to lead him right. down the path. It's not going to be an open-ended question, right? But what I'm saying is, is like they they just wouldn't hand out immunity, you know, and then and go. Well, I hope he's got something, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> They oh, they, they absolutely are going to have something in yeah. in the bag before. Right, but they doing need that. him for the connecting the dots portion of it, I guess. This, I don't this know. With these three guys, this, I think but... a lot of dots are going to be connected. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's yeah. so many. Do- the the uh, the financial guy. I mean, historically, that's how you took down actual gangsters, Monsters. not just <laughs> racist slumlords who <laughs> accidentally became the president. <laughs> True. Yeah, once you have the financial guy. Pretty smooth sailing. <laughs> Boy, Manafort must be going, shit. <laughs> I could have yeah. gotten immunity? <laughs> yeah. I don't know that Manafort could ever have gotten immunity, but... Well, I don't know if he has enough on... Yeah, he's got to have an... It depends on what he has to offer. I mean, if he's got enough to put Trump away... Maybe then... he doesn't. I mean, from what I Maybe. understood, what I've heard about Manafort is that he's a fucking moron. Really? Well, <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> that. Not even not that he's a moron. That even the Russians were like, you you wouldn't believe how stupid fucking Manafort is and what <laughs> he does. But it's that time that he spent working for Trump, you know, as the campaign mm. manager for free. That is <laughs> very suspect for a man who was mm. who is in debt or not in debt, right. but maybe cash poor. I don't know. Right. Well, that was all about getting contacts again and getting connections with people and getting leverage over people. He did it gratis because it was to his benefit to be in those circles again. Oh, man, we forgot about Gates and Papadopoulos and uh, Mm. (laughs) Michael Flynn. Everyone's quiet about Michael Flynn. His sentencing hearing keeps getting pushed back, which means he's still working with them. He's still singing like a bird. (laughs) Yeah. He's not done singing yet. And we know that Gates was was has already flipped major, um, and he knows next to like what ninety percent of what Manafort has done. Well, yeah, didn't he stay on even after Manafort left? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something interesting out of the case, out of Manafort's case, the juror that was on Fox News, 
She said that they did not believe him, they didn't trust him, so they set aside all of his testimony and just with went with what was on paper and sentenced and you know and convicted him on those eight counts based just on the paperwork. I'm so that was interesting. I'm stealing this joke from another podcast, but there's just breaking news out right now that Melania and Barron have been granted immunity. So <laughs> <laughs> Would I be surprised? Eh, not really. Do you think Ivanka would flip? Mm. Would she choose her husband or her daddy? Oh, well, da- uh, <laughs> the husband's going down. <laughs> Do you think her loyalty would be to her dad or to the father of her children? I guess it all depends mm. if she broke any laws, too. Mm. I mean, I know her and her brothers are caught up in some bullshit in New York, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, do you think Trump would turn on his kids? Well, yes. The two boys, yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't Ivanka? know if he would, Yeah, I don't think he would turn on Ivanka. Mm. I don't know. He is so narcissistic and full of his own. I, I wouldn't put him past that. That's disturbing. And I don't know how that's really regarded as uh, you know a, a positive thing, but yeah, it's just an an you know, an analysis of his psyche. Yeah. <laughs> God, if you could do that to your own kids, whew. <laughs> those three are lucky they were never left in the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have? Uh, do, you, do you have anything else you want to bring up about that? The you know. All the stuff that happened last week with Trump? There's just so much. We could talk about it for, you know, hours, but I... Yeah. Just real yeah, briefly, let's... just his re- response to John McCain is so petty. Oh, yeah! Just so... Sure. Yeah, all right. To say- shockingly, not shockingly petty. I was uh, <laughs> appallingly petty, I guess. Yeah. There you go. I like that word. He could have just lied. He could have made one Twitter statement that let them... Well, supposedly they wrote a nice one about McCain. Right. And he was like, no. <laughs> Don't call Gotta me hero. Petty. Yeah, and then the whole thing with the flag, and then he finally... Di- I mean, what a... Just a... God damn. And to sing the praises of Paul Manafort. He's a great guy. They're being unfair to him. He's a great guy. John McCain, I got nothing to say. Did you see those videos of them asking him? To Trying say- to ask him the question. Did you hear Sanders in the background screaming, Everybody out! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he sits there with his arms folded and pouting. And- <laughs> They think he's a greater man than I am. Yep. I mean, listen, there's not a lot of things that I liked about John McCain, Mm. but he is a true war hero. There's no denying that. Mm. Um, He did something amazing out there. And also, his dig to Trump between his final statement that they read and the fact that he's like, please don't come to my funeral, and I would like Mm. Obama and Bush (laughs) to come. Yeah, the two people who beat me to become president. (laughs) Yeah, I would like to have them speak at my funeral, not the current president. Yeah, I mean there, <sighs> I, there are a lot of things I don't agree with McCain about, but I n- never doubted that he was always doing what he thought was best for the country. That's true. He was. That's not true. I that think that tax true. break, that tax. He knew he was dying, and he knew he needed more money for his family. He was complicit in all of Trump's bullshit. He p- spoke out against it, and then voted yes. Every goddamn time. Fuck that guy. Well, he's still a Republican. Uh, every, time, every time but one. <laughs> yeah. When he gave that big thumbs down, the big dramatic yeah. thumbs down. Right. I I, on, I do believe, though, Ian. I mean, listen, he comes from money. Wasn't his father like an admiral in the Navy? Yes. So he. Well, right. You're not going to vote for that tax plan if you don't come from, if, if you don't have, you know, a stake in it. No, I'm just he saying that Ameri- he's, he's a particular type of person. I, I disagree with almost 95% of everything he did. But I do believe that, like, he kind of had America's best interest at heart. He may have been deluded, but I don't think he was doing hmm. it out of a malicious intent. Yes. Mm. 
not not not, on, not out of malicious intent and not out of selfishness. Yeah, solely. I mean, he was a warmonger, and I but I do believe yes. he did. He was doing it because he thought it would be good. Right. I don't I don't necessarily believe that he was like, oh, I gotta you know we gotta build more tanks, man, because my donors want more tanks. Yeah, I don't think that was. I think one of his biggest mistakes was, was Palin, and I think he realized it quite soon after he made that decision because she's a fucking moron. But we could agree to disagree. He's dead. What does it matter? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But if anybody is a service member or ex-service member and is a, a fan of Trump, I don't understand how your brain works. Mm. This guy showed complete disrespect for a POW, for a war hero, for somebody who has dedicated his life to the country. Whether or not you agree with what McCain did, mm. disrespecting him in the way that Trump did while being a draft dodger... Right. Fuck that guy. What are you thinking? How can you possibly back Trump? Yeah, I'm not sure how they square what his reaction to McCain and what he did and yet somehow get incensed over football players kneeling yeah. Taking an a. against yeah. police violence, not even kneeling in protest against the country mm. and saying that that is un-American. But what Trump did is Amer- it's, it's. I mean, I've seen some memes about John McCain that would blow your fucking mind on how yes. he's not a hero. And I, I don't care that he's dead because he oh, did something yeah, with yeah. the Steele dossier. It's some bullshit. I don't know. Well, the, the, yeah, the, the far right has – they went way overboard. They accused him of giving information under torture that led to people's death when he was imprisoned in, in, um, oh, I in think Vietnam. That, didn't that guy retract his statement after he said that though? doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean it, they'll they, say anything. They the made, a, they made a meme out of it and it's all over Facebook now. Yeah. I mean they have completely defamed everything that he ever stood for. But still, if if you feel that the kneeling is worse than what Trump did, then there really is. Actually, I did come to that conclusion. There is no hope for these people to shit on <laughs> no, to really shit isn't. on John McCain, an actual war hero, and think Trump Trump is a tough guy. There's no, you're never going to change these people's minds. So give I up. That's true. Beat him mm-hmm. with a beat him with a stick <laughs> into submission. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am going to move on. This is also about Trump, but it was uh, a reporter asking Tiger Woods about his perf- his opinion of Donald Trump. And this article is on the Daily Wire. So this is a severe right wing, most borderline conspiracy theory type stories. But according to the article, they asked uh, Tiger Woods about Donald Trump, and he said, I know Donald for a number of years. We played golf together. We had dinner together. So yeah, I've I've known him. And they they kept pushing him, asking him, um, uh, you know, what do you say to people who might find it interesting that you have a friendly relationship with him compared to LeBron James and the, the football players and stuff? And Tiger Woods said, well, he's the President of the United States, and you have to respect the office no matter who's in the office you may dislike their personality or politics but you have to respect the office and the daily wire says that is how you answer a question about the president of the united states Hmm. if you're an actor musician you don't say anything negative you just say something like you respect the office so this far right conservative website is saying that the best thing you can do about the president is to just say you respect the office. Well, I think they're also saying that um, you leftist liberals don't have the right to say anything in public. Or have an this, opinion. This, I have an opinion, right. Right. His, his yes. only option is to say, you know, I just finished 72 holes and I'm really hungry, which is the other part of the quote. 
Right. He doesn't have a right to an opinion. That's what they're saying. Yeah, you can't express an opinion if you're in public. You just have to say something. I mean, he said he respects the office. To say right. that you respect the office of the president of your country, I mean, <laughs> that's such a complete blank vanilla statement. Yeah, what it does that even fucking nothing. mean? Nothing. I'm glad the United States has a president. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to say anything bad because I don't want to get into it. Does Trump respect the office, for God's sakes? Good Mm, Lord, no. No. (laughs) Not the norms. If that's Mm. true that Tiger said that, I don't, you know, who knows. Mm, right i am i'm assuming that at least it's partially true Uh, he is definitely he strikes me as someone who wants to completely avoid politics in his life and if he were to say anything either either way i think he would he would hear about it so he just his choice was to just say i'm not going to say anything about the president smart move tiger (laughs) yeah Yeah. i think it is safe move sponsors (laughs) don't grow on trees you know he's one of the good ones (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's been uttered quite a bit. Yeah. (laughs) Quite possibly. All right. Let's move on, get through uh, some of the religious news. Uh, There was a follow-up I wanted to mention. I don't remember who sent the message, but somebody messaged us. I think it was on Facebook uh, about the yeshivas in New York. Uh, The people, we, I think we had said that the students had filed suit against the state to try to get the schools to actually meet the minimum requirements in education. And that's mostly true. But just to be perfectly clear, it's people who used to be students. The, the, The kids who are currently students either don't know any better or don't have the power to do anything. So it's a group of 52 former students and teachers mm. who have uh, written the city requesting that they enforce the minimum requirements. So it's people who have actually moved out into the real world and seen that their education was for nothing. It's substandard. Right. It, mm. Well, I mean, it is, it's for nothing except religion. It's, it's just based on Judaism. Right. Doesn't prepare them for the modern world at all. Yeah. So... We weren't entirely incorrect. It is students, but it's former students. Okay. Not the current ones. That does make more sense. I don't know how current students would have the knowledge to sue or the ability to sue, being minors. Right. Yeah, very true. So we're putting out fake news is what you're saying. (laughs) Great. Well, but we're also (laughs) correcting it. (laughs) Doesn't matter. So the other thing uh, I wanted to hit, um, this was an article on the Friendly Atheist webpage. Uh, there was a study in the journal Secularism and Non-Religion that uh, we had talked about this previously, about how churchgoers uh, supposedly live longer lives. My, I think my take on that was they put out of their head the actual, you know, fear of death and, and everything that goes with them. They're just like, ah, I'll be with God. It'll all be fine. So if you just live a fantasy, then of course you're going to, you know, live a a quote-unquote positive life, thinking that, man, I'm going to heaven. But there was a study that uh, included atheist Sunday assemblies in the UK, US, Australia, and Canada. And they, according to the study, men in particular who have or who attend Sunday assemblies are likely to live longer because of the positiveness that it instills in them, the the community and, um, yeah, the sense of community that they are, that it 
brings to the people. Right. They actually asked them. It wasn't the sermons. Only 8% had said it was the sermons. It wasn't the singing. That was 15%. Most important aspect of the services in terms of community building and friendship formation was socializing before and after. 34 and 48% respectively. So community. They're getting together and singing? Yeah. Yeah. I have a problem with this. (laughs) (laughs) What are they singing? I'm very curious. Isn't the whole point that you don't have to do? I don't know. Uh, I think uh, sleeping in on Sunday has extended my life considerably. But, yeah. And I certainly Why don't Sunday? understand the idea of getting together and singing. Why I, pick that day? Because everybody else has everybody a day off, Everybody has too? off? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you exactly. could do it Saturday afternoon? Sure. Like, it just seems like, oh, well, you guys are going to meet on Sundays? We're going to meet on Sundays. <laughs> but we're not a religion. You know, when people are like, well, everybody's got a different religion, and they pull that shit on you? <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. I would never go to that. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. I don't uh, I don't understand getting up on Sunday. And I mean, the community thing, I guess if you don't have your own, you know, community, friends, whatever, I, I, I get that. Like, that's part of the reason why I, I understand when my mother goes to church. The community is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. But, and they're nice um, people. <laughs> yeah, getting up on Sunday mornings, putting a tie on and uh, <laughs> singing. No, I don't want to. I don't want to go singing with people. It seems way too organized to me. <laughs> and what do they do? Sing John Lennon songs? Like, <laughs> Wouldn't the more atheist thing to do is like Friday night bar me? <laughs> Get drunk, talk shit. <laughs> no singing yeah. unless we put music in the jukebox. Well, yeah, but you can't take your kids to that. Well, you can, but it's really frowned upon. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Not when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> And look how you turned out. Yeah, I'm an atheist. <laughs> so just thought I'd mention it is an interesting thing. The the uh, the actual study is linked on the website as well, if you would like to take a look at it. Uh, moving on to another follow-up. The Masterpiece Baker is in the news again because he refuses to make a trans-themed cake. My understanding is that it was a going to be a birthday cake and that they also wanted to put the date on for their uh gender transition and they wanted a blue exterior and a pink interior and phillips said oh no oh no that's not gonna happen so he's being sued again i think Um, i don't i think bill maher said it best (laughs) is there only one cake maker in fucking denver (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm pretty sure this person knew exactly what they were doing when they when they went to this Right, because the other people just asked for a cake. Yeah, this person did. is just <laughs> hanging it all out there purposefully. Right. And I don't think that this lawsuit has as much uh, ground because they are asking for very specific things in support of their transgender identity. And that, I mean, while I think that's fine, they know perfectly well that, that Phillips is not going to think it's fine. Right. Hmm. I, it it seems to me they're doing it specifically to to bring up another lawsuit. And I think Phillips' argument of artistic interpretation of if I bake a cake, it's a it's a artistic thing. If I bake a cake and it's just a cake and you want to buy that cake, that's a whole different issue. But if you're asking for a you know blue frosting and a pink interior and specifically because of your, your gender transition, I think he's got an argument. He has an artistic argument. I I think he's wrong. But I think it's it's a a valid argument. Oh, this is a transgender lawyer who is asking for this cake. 
One, oh, I didn't see that they were a lawyer. Yeah. Philip's lawyer alleges that a woman who he believes to be this woman has been repeatedly testing the limits of his willingness to make cakes with requests for satanic designs or for cakes bearing symbols that are commonly linked to witchcraft, and that this cake was part, in a, part of a pattern of harassment. Hmm. Yeah, where does he so, fall on Harry Potter cakes? Hmm. Good <laughs> question. Or, magic is right out. They should... Uh... Yeah, magic wands, anything? Yeah. Or is it only God? Well, the, the, the Bible actually does have lines specifically against magic. Mm-hmm. So I I could see that argument. No Doctor Strange cakes? <laughs> this is bullshit. They should have fucking <laughs> sued him. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. I mean, you open up a business for the public. It has to be for all the public. If the person, you know, cosplays their entire life as Doctor Strange and wants a Doctor Strange cake, you don't have a right to say no if you have a store that's open to the public. Or if they were turning 44 next March and wanted a Doctor Strange-themed party. Just <laughs> putting sure. that idea out there, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think he, he gets to pick and choose like that. I don't know what the limit is. I guess we'll I, find out. <laughs> I don't know. I Again, I can see the artistic argument. If they're going in, they want a cake. That's one thing. If you want to draw a satanic symbol on the cake... I can see the person saying, no, I'm not going to do that, and being being justified in doing so. Well, I don't know, but you can make the same argument about, all right, so let's say I want a an image of my black daughter on the cake. Uh, no, I, I, don't, I don't draw black people. It's not within my artistic flow to draw black people. I don't think you can make that argument. That's, you know, that's very here nor there. Right, and uh, uh, you could easily say I don't do likenesses, like... And if if they say, I don't draw black people, then mm. they've crossed a line and they're in the wrong again. But why can you say, I drawing black people is, not drawing black people is bad, not drawing wizards is okay? The Bible? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Why does the Bible give them a an out for deciding what they will draw <laughs> and not draw? It's a bad example because wizards aren't a protected class. <laughs> well, they should be. <laughs> sure I guess they're wizards they can protect themselves <laughs> yeah but they're never going to come out of hiding unless they're protected Ian <laughs> that's true so where does the country stand on protection for sexual orientation at this point is it a protected class I don't know offhand yeah I think yeah I believe so well, well then he has no standing if it's a protected class it's the same argument as you know I, I won't do no, a cake I... with black people on it versus one with a gay person on it or a trans are you sure? I thought we decided they were not a protected class. No, I am in no way sure. Okay. I think it dep- <laughs> I think it's from state to state. It varies, isn't it? Yeah, I think you might be right. But I don't know that the Supreme Court decision to allow gay marriage does not nudge the needle over to LGBT rights as a protected class. Uh, nudging the needle doesn't work when the Republicans are in charge. Good point. Okay. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to bring it up because he's in the news again. <laughs> Moving on to Arkansas. They made a little bit of progress here. They unveiled their Baphomet statue. The Satanic Temple has unveiled the Baphomet statue in the uh, Arkansas capital. It's fantastic. It's actually bigger than <laughs> I thought it was. Now, this was a... Uh, my understanding is, is it was brought on a, in on a truck. They unveiled it. There were protesters there. But it was not a, here's where it is and here's... It was the unveiling was here's what we have designed. This is what we would like to put here, and they're still going through the process of getting it approved, which is not going to happen. And then they they will follow up with a lawsuit. Right. 
They said, but they did, they did bring it out and say, this is what we're going to put on your lawn yes. if you don't cut this shit out. And Jason Rappert, who is a uh, Republican senator there in the state, said it will be a cold day in hell before an offensive statue will be forced upon us to be permanently erected on the grounds of the state capitol. <laughs> Really? It'll be a cold day in hell before an offensive statue will be forced on us. What about the Ten Commandments yeah, that I was gonna say, are that's offensive loaded, to all non-Christians? That is a loaded statement. Doesn't matter, because they think they won. Christians on a side are, note, they're in the right. that statue is metal as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice there's kids in it. <laughs> yeah, there are two kids looking up at him. Ooh. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's got horns and ears, and it checks all the boxes. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I wish them good luck in their lawsuit because that's what they're going to have to do. Yep. There's not a chance that the I mean, it's still in the whole process. It hasn't been turned down yet, but it's going to be, and then the lawsuit will commence. But the Satanic Temple, the good, good, the good news is the Satanic Temple is actually a confirmed church. They have all the same rights in, that every other church does. So it's true. going to be an interesting fight. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how it can possibly go in any way other than you need to remove those Ten Commandments. Mm. Because if you're not going to allow them to put up their symbol, then why should you have yours? Well, I think I think they will get that statue up because I remember didn't uh, didn't Sessions just create a task force to help <laughs> against religious persecution? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not going to help them. Bring in the faith militants. <laughs> yeah. They're going to help Muslims too, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they will. Hmm. So does that mean I'm the sure Satanic be Temple involved can, in this case? They hmm? can back a uh, candidate when they get rid of that Johnson Amendment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in theory, if it's not just reserved for Christian organizations and Jewish, sorry, and Jewish. They seem to forget that there's other religions out there. Yeah. Often, yeah, they do. All right, we got to get to the Mormons, but before we get there, we have to talk about the Catholics. Uh-huh. Oh, gross. Get to the Mormons. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So I wanted to follow up. We talked in our last show about the Pennsylvania grand jury, uh, the report that came out. I don't really want to go over that again, but a few, it's, well, there were several, several articles that I think are interesting uh, fallout from that. First off, the first thing I wanted to talk about, a uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall, a Catholic theologian, who was disturbed by the grand jury report, he has three reasons why uh, why the sexual scandals existed. Number one, the denial of Christian faith. He says that the priests who molested kids are secretly atheists, agnostics, or Satanists, who see the church as a social, social justice network that uh, provides a lifestyle insurance and income and retirement to, uh, to allow them <laughs> access to vulnerable children. They're oh. atheists. That's why they molest children. Oh, God. Well, you need to do a better job of vetting, then, <laughs> if that's the case. That's insane. That's true, what you just said? <laughs> that, that's what, Mr., uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Dr. Dr. Taylor Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. The Catholic theologian said, yes. That's, that's only reason one. Well, yeah. Number two reason is- number two is uh, they're homosexuals. Mm-hmm. The John Jay report in 2004 publicized 80% of the priests who abuse victims are male. Oh, no, sorry. The 80% of the priest abuse victims are male. So the victims are male. So obviously, 
these priests are homosexual and that therefore they're deviant and that makes the the next reason that they uh, attack children 50% of the bishops in the United States are homosexual according to Father Oko of Poland half the bishops in the United States he says I want to address a very specific part of this because this is, I keep hearing this that because the abuse victims are male that it is somehow a homosexuality issue let's be really crystal clear about this this is a <laughs> pedophilia problem right just because the victims are boys or girls does not make it heterosexual pedophilia or homosexual pedophilia they're pedophiles they're not homosexuals homosexuals are are in, interested in adults pedophiles are interested in children it doesn't matter male child, female child, pedophile. Stop equating them. They're not the same thing. Exactly. Like the friendly atheist says, it's a pathetic excuse to allow you to hate people who are homosexual more. It, 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 it allows to yeah. propagate that hatred even more. Right. I, they get away with using that language because people don't call them out on it. I mean, if you ha haven't defined yourself as a priest... Would you naturally choose to um, go after who you are naturally inclined to go after? Or would you just switch to children because they're available? That's nonsense. They're pedophiles. Yeah. I think so aren't they protecting these pedophiles by moving them around? Yes. <laughs> and, and they're trying to cure them of their homosexuality in the process. I'm like, ah! <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, that's not how that works. No. And I keep, but I keep seeing that kind of statement being said and not being challenged, and it, it makes me uncomfortable. I mean, the key thing to to remember here is if if, angry. if if there's a pedophile going after children, it's not about their sex; it's about power. Power. It's about access. Mm. It's it's not that they are necessarily homosexual in it at, at all. They, mm -mm. like you said, they're pedophiles. That doesn't uh, that doesn't equate. Uh, reason number three, churches are too big. Well, mm -hmm. at first glance, I'm behind this one. <laughs> <laughs> but continue, it might be a trap. <laughs> uh, so he says the concept of the Catholic diocese has morphed into something that would not be recognized by the Christians of the medieval period. They were certainly not church fathers. Hmm. Well, that is true. Well, if by you mean that the... If a priest is back in the back in the old days, if you were a priest in a local parish, there was no opportunity to move to another parish. You were the priest in that parish, and if you did wrong, the local people would punish you for it. So but, the church being too big and being able to move you, eh, okay. But the key thing to point out here is that abuse occur occurs not only in megachurches or massive dioceses, but it also does occur in these little churches that have no authority within the Catholic Church. True. It's the institutional cover-up that is unique in the Catholic Church. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, a letter came out recently showing that the Pope knew about, uh, what was his name? McCarrick? McCarrick? I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, I don't remember no. his name. McCarrick, <laughs> I like think. That. The cardinal that was just was asked to step aside in the by the Vatican here recently. The Pope, Pope Francis, knew for years that these allegations were against him and did nothing. Um, until it came to public light, the Pope did nothing against this cardinal. And the, there's an 11-page letter that says that he was well aware 
of the uh, sexual misconduct. So again, for everyone defending this pope, shut up. Mm-hmm. He's he's better. <laughs> okay, so Himmler was better than Hitler. I get your point. Now stop Still it. Still not good. Yeah. That doesn't put him on the good side of things. I do like how um, the video that's in this article you linked, a video of the Pope driving down a street in, in Ireland. Yeah, there are not that many people there waving for the Pope. There were a bunch of people that bought tickets with the express intent of not attending. <laughs> yeah, there was make- actually a, uh, a movement in Ireland to buy out all mm-hmm. the tickets to make sure that nobody – and then not go. Um, to make sure that there was a small crowd. And as it turns out, they didn't even need to do that. There weren't that many, like they didn't sell out. So the, uh, what's his name? Ed, Ed Sheeran, mm. the, uh, the singer, pop star. Musician? Yeah. The Game of yeah. Thrones star, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he drew a crowd that was about five times the size of what the Pope was. In Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> That to me, that's a that's an amazing statement right there. That's Ed Sheeran. He's the ginger Jesus. He's totally more popular. <laughs> totally more popular than the Pope. Nice. So, so even the most Catholic country in the world understands that this Pope is, while marginally better, is still falling short. Man, I like Whoa. Pope Frank. He I just was, ruined it. it. Was, I was going to say it was a it's a real it was a real steep drop off with this yeah this admission. Like he was he was uh, yeah he was he was really on the right track. On a lot of issues, and then he was like, wait, I'm still the worst. I was like, god damn it. Mm. <laughs> and it gets worse. Yeah, because on his way back from Ireland, he, on the plane, made a statement about parents dealing with their homosexual children and said that, well, <laughs> one of the things he said, well, if it's caught early, um, you know, there are things that can be done. One, stop it. No, mm. there's not. And well, but one of the things he said that could be done was was uh, psychiatric help. This is not a mental illness. Homosexuality is not a mental illness. I know he's been. Uh, I'm again. I'm. I'm now making an excuse for the Pope, but he has <laughs> been enough. brought up to mm. regard homosexuality as a mental illness. So it's hard to work that out of his vernacular. I understand that, but. You need to do it. You need to understand if you're going to speak uh, with any authority, you need to not sound like a moron and you sound like a moron, sir. Yeah. He actually, these are the words he used. Well, I don't know, maybe translated from Italian. I don't know. When it shows itself from childhood, there is a lot that can be done through psychiatry to see how things are. It is something else if it shows itself after 20 years. I'm not sure what he's referring to there. How is what what exactly else is it? What else is it if it comes out later? And by the way, if it comes out later, it's because they have been browbeat to the point that they don't want to come out until their 20s, until they have, you know, moved out of their own home. Now, he's an old white dude. So, like you said, I I get where his his years of experience are limited, but yeesh. Yeah, get with it. If you're going to represent that amount of people, you got to get with the times. Although we're talking about the Catholic Pope, so what the hell? Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised, but disappointed again. Oh, Mm. you just ruined it in my day. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came from. (laughs) Because, like, the uh, like, I liked Pope Francis until up until ten minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Turns out he's still a Catholic. He's still related to the church. 
So in Pennsylvania, I want to mention this. We we talked about the uh, the abuse uh, that the report that came out. The hotline. There is a Pennsylvania hotline for sexual abuse, specifically uh, sexual allegations from the Catholic Church. Apparently, they are now swamped since this report came out. People have decided, hey, I don't have to keep the secret anymore, and mm-hmm. they're calling in now. Is there a percentage of them that are fake? Maybe, but there's no statistics proving that. Uh, and they are they are saying that they are swamped and they need more people to answer the phones. Wow. So <laughs> the victims, victims of child sex abuse in Pennsylvania can only file civil charges against an abuser before they turn 30. Correct. And criminal charges before they turn 50. And there's an article that I'll link from Yahoo News talking about how those laws need to change. And this was something that the Pennsylvania Attorney General talked about, the fact that these laws need to be looked at. This is one thing that the victims have have said repeatedly. Why you can't do a civil suit after the age of 30 and you can't do a a criminal after the age of 50. Why? This doesn't go away. Why do we need a limitation on this? And until people will believe you, there's no sense in bringing it up. And until very recently, a lot of these people would not have been believed. Yeah. And now there's now there's nothing they can do because they it, some of this stuff went back ages ago and a long time ago. There was nothing that could be done that nobody was going to believe them. Their parents didn't even believe them for Christ's sake. Yeah. And for the people who say, well, and this was one thing that one of the priests, one of the bishops did say, well, that was the the Catholic Church of the past. We're now living in the new church. So, you know, you you shouldn't hold your current priests to, you know, you shouldn't, you know, make them feel guilty. You shouldn't hold that against them. Except the Pennsylvania Catholic Conference is in opposition to changing those laws. Mm. So they ha- are being as vocal as they can about keeping the the statute of limitations in place. And to be clear, a lot of these victims are not necessarily wanting at this point to go after their abusers because for the most part a lot of them are dead they want to go after the people that protected the abuser yeah and made it impossible for them to do anything about it until it was too late so i find it amusing the uh the one article that we have there the freedom from religion foundation has actually purchased (coughs) a full page ad uh in the new york times this week that says it's time to consider quitting the catholic church (laughs) There's several different quotes on here, but unspeakable crimes against uh, countless children. Uh, The main thing was not to help the children, but to avoid the scandal. There's all sorts of stuff in here. And it's basically saying, are you sure you want to tie 10% of your income to this Mm -hmm. group? Maybe you should consider quitting the Catholic Church. (laughs) I thought that was a fucking brilliant thing to do. Yeah. I'm I'm stunned by the continued... um shock of all this not the disgust but i mean i feel like now this is the same level of shock that people revealed when it was the massachusetts diocese and now it's the pennsylvania so i i imagine hmm. in three years we're going to hear about how all this went down in the ohio diocese yeah there's a and then just, of states. Get, just continue moving south and west <laughs> as this. i just say you yeah. do not hear about this on the news that much no, I, I really a couple didn't. weeks ago there was a storm of activity, but yeah, you know, everybody's attention has turned back to the the Trump show. So yeah, but yeah, the so Illinois is to follow suit. The Supreme Court justice says that uh, they are planning on doing an investigation. Uh, Missouri is moving forward as well, investigating the Catholic Church in their state. Um, and there's an article from the Hill 
that talks about several different states looking at what they can do. Now, the part of the problem is not every state can, uh, the, the attorney general can't just form a grand jury and investigate. There are, I think, 12 states like Pennsylvania, but there are some of them that they have to wait for a sheriff to come forward with something. They have to wait for uh, Congress, their, their state Congress to do something. Each state is different. Hmm. So not all of them can do what Pennsylvania has done. So yay, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Uh, But Illinois and Missouri specifically, and I believe Kentucky was another one that is looking to see what they can do to move forward. But the one thing that uh, the article on the Yahoo News thing I wanted to mention, why can't the church be uh, indicted as a corrupt organization under the RICO Act? That was a question that uh, I didn't have the specifics on, but there's an article here that says exactly why they can't. And there are a couple things that um, would need to change in order for that to happen. And basically, it's religious exemption. Oh, of course it is. (laughs) So those laws aren't going to change while Republicans are in charge. Well, I don't know. Republicans aren't usually huge Catholic fans. They're more about the fundamentalist Baptist. Yeah, but Catholics Catholics fall under Christian, and I don't think they're going to True. allow that to happen. There was a big kerfuffle about uh, uh, JFK because he was a Catholic. But there was, I take your point. yeah. He most famously said he would not be getting his orders from the Pope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in any case, the the bishops need to be prosecuted for child endangerment. That's that's exactly what needs to happen. Anybody who covered up, who moved priests around, that's child endangerment. I don't see how it can't be. Agreed. All right. That's all I have on the Catholics. Mm. Mormons. They don't want to be called Mormons anymore. That's why I've been using the word constantly. (laughs) They no longer want to be called Mormon because, well, we'll get into the because in a minute. They would prefer to be called the church. I'm sure you would prefer to be called the church. (laughs) (laughs) Or the church of Jesus Christ or the restored church of Jesus Christ. Or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. N- nobody's got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> right, but that's the only one I will I will get on board for. <laughs> All right, I'm with Restored Church. I like that one. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> All right, I'm with Mormons. That's where I'm coming from. So I, uh, I didn't have any idea why, or but apparently this has been a thing in in the church of latter-day saints the mormonism uh for quite a while because apparently the term mormonite and mormons was originally a derogatory term based on the silliness of their religion (laughs) so i had no idea about this but apparently when the origin when the uh, religion started joseph smith started spreading the word the book of mormon is the the book there's a place that was called the Waters of Mormon, and it's this weird story that I think he made up. I don't. I took a look at it. I don't think there's any actual historical evidence to back it in any way. But there's some sort something about the the Waters of Mormon, and it's some fountain where they would somebody brought a word of God down from. I'm not taking the time to read the Book of Mormon, so that's as specific <laughs> as I'm getting. But um, apparently when he told this story, everybody started referring to the group as Mormonites because they followed this silly story about the waters of Mormon. And they just <laughs> ran with that and be like, okay, fine. 
Well, apparently it was a derogatory term for years, but then they decided, nope, we're going to accept it, and we're going to just call Take ourselves the Mormons <laughs> now, and now what are you going to do? And they went, nah, you're <laughs> still dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir would be the Restored Church of Jesus Christ Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> Yeah, I find it amusing, though, because apparently Mormon Tabernacle, Mormon Tabernacle Choir, I can't speak. Uh, apparently some people refer to it as a Motab, but now that it's going to be the Restored Church of Jesus Christ Tabernacle Choir, they're going to call it the Richu G's Tab? <laughs> Nobody's calling it that. Yeah. What? It's just a dumb. Okay. I got yeah. nothing. Uh, but along with that, this also has to do with the Mormons. Uh, ha they filed a lawsuit in Utah, Proposition 2, in Utah to legalize marijuana. They are trying to get that taken off the ballot before the vote occurs in November because they do not want to have their people required to consort with, be around, or do business with people engaging in activities which goes against their religious beliefs. I hate wow. to break the news to you, but... <laughs> right? So is that why alcohol is, is, for the most part, illegal in Utah? Yes, because... Because they don't want to be around people to drink. Exactly. Not, not only do they not want to drink, but they don't want to allow the other people around them who are not Mormons to drink. Right. It's part of, part of their religious belief is that they should not deal with people who are, uh, you know, specifically violating their religious code. So it is it is religious freedom in action in Utah. It is their religion being imposed on other people, and they're trying to do it additionally with marijuana. All right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Kill, man. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, I guess I, I'm more shocked that, that you have a shocked tone. You're like, are you saying that there's a religious group somewhere that's trying to impose their beliefs on non-believers? What? Well, I think it's interesting because it is the crazy arm of, the, of Catholicism doing it currently in action. That's uh, still Christianity. It is, but it's the, it's the crazy arm, though. Yeah, but they're the majority. Yeah. They, they got Utah on lock. <laughs> so, well, that's I, what I, I assumed why, the, why there was so strict alcohol rules. It was just, just the majority of the state was Mormons. Right, but yeah, but I, I, the, the fact that the, the rest of the Christians in this country don't understand the Utah lesson <laughs> of, you know, just because uh, this particular church has its, a majority or had a majority at the time, I don't know if they still do, I doubt they do, that um, they can Im impose their rules on other people. They don't see that issue for all of the Southern Baptists in Utah that would like to yeah, drink. Yeah, but be imposing my religion... That's different. Right, because you're the right religion. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that they'd see the, uh, the contradiction there at all. It's not. They should. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more shocked that this law even made its way this far. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, that is true. But Well, I think the percentage of Mormons has been reducing over the years, so. I don't know. The only two people that I knew from Utah, I I wouldn't think that it was reducing much at all. But. Meh, it's two. It's an analogy, not actual data. <laughs> well, if it's changed this much, do you think they have uh, a shot at uh, getting getting rid of this law? Or not even getting it onto the ballot? Or are they just going to ignore them? Wow. All right. So I, I did a quick Google search, and the three million people that live in Utah, they're 62.8% Mormon still. Wow. Go. Yeah. How did this smoking pot thing get so far? Yeah. <laughs> 
because those Mormons want to smoke some pot. (laughs) That's impressive. So according to uh, the article, DJ Shands, I don't know who that is exactly, but uh, he's quoted as saying, the majority of Latter-day Saint members support our ballot initiative. For, so for them to cloak themselves in the self-righteousness they, they have, that they can't support this because of their LDS beliefs, I think it's extremely unnecessarily divisive. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's, it's a lot of Mormons want to smoke pot. Mm. Or at least want to have it available for, you know, medical use. Right. Okay, 2010, it was 62%. 2000, now the numbers vary from 51 to 62%, somewhere in there. A so, little over half. Still a majority. Yeah. yeah, still a majority. All right. I, I'm surprised. All right, I'm moving on. Uh, we got this from a listener. Why did I get his name? Ah, listener named George, uh, Bl- the Black Agenda Report. Dot com. If you uh, there's a 12 minute audio, uh, if you don't want to read it, you can just listen to the guy tell you about what it is. But it's about Missouri and the fact that in St. Louis, it the blue wave probably is uh, not going to be a thing in Missouri, especially around St. <laughs> Louis. Even with Ferguson and everything that has happened, what it comes down to is that there is a huge huge section of the African-American populace in Ferguson who is religious and they listen Mm. to what their pastor says. And for the most part, they push a Republican agenda. They push against abortion. They push against all the the key points that the religious, you know, that we talk about all the time. Mm. So it it seems like that the blue wave is not going to be a thing because of the highly religious nature of the African-American population. I wonder if it's a generational thing, though. I wonder if it's even fucking true. This site says, Mm. at the top, this may not be a reliable source. (laughs) 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 I have a little app thing in my Chrome that uh, grabs fake news for me. Right. So, the Black Agenda Report? I don't know. I mean, obviously, the audio must be true, but... Now, supposedly, again, I am not familiar with this website in any way, but they declare themselves a, I mean, it's a website for black people who lean toward the left. Hmm. Supposedly, and they're that's saying what there's going to be no blue wave. And they're saying that because of the religious indoctrination, it's, it's likely there's not going to be a blue wave. It, not in Missouri. I mean, I, I can I can see the argument of in religious indoctrination preventing a blue wave in certain sectors of all populations, perhaps more so in the black population because they tend to be more religious in general. So maybe in enclaves, sure. But I don't I do think again though it's a it's a generational thing. I think the current generation, regardless of race, creed, whatever, are tending to be more atheist. They may not tell their parents, but they are atheist. Especially if their parents are very religious. I find it amusing because what they're talking about is Cori Bush and her uh, run, and they equate her to the Ocasio-Cortez in in the Bronx, um, and they say that it won't go the same because there's a highly religious um, African-American presence. Ocasio-Cortez, I'm pretty sure, is Latina. Mm -hmm. They're known for being highly religious. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. How it goes, but it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's worth a read. Clean from it what you will. 
I find it amusing that even though, uh, I mean, it, it's it's just a matter of voting against your self-interest and, and possibly because of your religious beliefs or your religious beliefs allow you to be susceptible to what, you know, the pastor tells you on Sunday. There's something odd about this fucking website. I can't put my finger on it, man. <laughs> well, if you as you were talking, I was going through it. I was like, is, what's going on here? I don't know. There's a war, war and empire part. I'm always going to be encouraging of being uh, skeptical, so you <laughs> let me know. Uh, real quick, uh, federal court has thrown out North Carolina's congressional map saying that it is unconstitutional. Uh, Kurt posted this on our Facebook page. Thought it was worth mentioning. We are very close. I mean, as far as redrawing congressional districts, we're very close to the election to be mm. doing this. But uh, they said a court has thrown out, uh, they said it's way too gerrymandered, and they have until September 11th, sorry, September 17th, to come up with another one that is not unconstitutional. And if they can't meet that, a private individual has uh, been required to redraw the districts, a nonpartisan individual. But they already had their primaries. So there, I mean, I thought Pennsylvania was going full tilt. They're really going at breakneck speed. Yeah, because they already had their primary. And now the people who are running in the main election have uh, possibly different people who didn't vote for them in the primary. Do they have to redo their primary again? No. Do like a, wow. That's not my understanding. I could be wrong. There's now these other people over here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that could be very interesting. Yeah. And North Carolina is highly gerrymandered, so... Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was worse in Pennsylvania. In spots. All right. Uh, running a little long real quick. Up in Buffalo. Uh, the page isn't loading, so this will be very quick. The Catholic Church is apparently suspending their foster care and adoption programs because they are being forced to uh, allow kids to go into same-sex marriages. So fuck the kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're completely suspending their uh, doing anything. They say that they're not going to pull any of the kids out of the places they've already been sent in foster homes, which, okay, at least they're doing that. <laughs> right? That's a what, surprise, a, what a heart. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but they will not be placing any more kids um, as long as that's the case. All right, fine. Good riddance. Let's, <laughs> let's get a state-run agency doing that. What piece yeah. of shit? What? <laughs> you know, are there any good people in this fucking world? <laughs> Yes, there are. Really? Where? Yeah. We're just not talking about them. <laughs> they're, they're not problems, so we're not talking about them. Uh, hey, how about this? You've heard all about the In God We Trust being forced onto schools. Over in Arkansas, a religious, I'm sorry, an atheist group has come up with posters that um, have In God We Trust on them. So the requirement was you had to have the American flag, you had to have the state flag, and you had to have the motto, In God We Trust, prominently displayed uh, in the school. So they came up with a with a poster that says, In 1956, at the height of the Cold War, Congress passed a law declaring, In God We Trust, in a larger font, the national <laughs> motto of the United States in order to distinguish the United States from the Soviet Union. This replaced the traditional motto of the United States, E Pluribus Unum, which is in massive font, <laughs> uh, which says uh, Latin for out of many one. And then it has the two flags just as required by law. And they are distributing these posters to any school so that they can put In God We Trust in their school. With an explanation. With a full explanation. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think they went a little crazy on the E Pluribus Unum font. I think uh, <laughs> it is pretty huge. <laughs> I support what they're doing, but it's a little obvious now. Come on. And I think for a lot of schools, a lot of schools will go, yes, this is the poster I will hang up. Because <laughs> I think a lot of educators actually are. Educators? Under the, yes, un- educators <laughs> understand the difference between church and state. So yeah. I, think I would so hope to see that in, in Arkansas schools. And finally, the last thing that I have uh, over in Scotland, Scotland is no longer a faith based community. According to the more recent polls, uh, 59% of Scotland said that they were non-religious. Wow. Wow. So, hooray, Scotland. <laughs> There's a little bit more info on this. 37% said that they were Christian, 4% other. So, it's still heavily Christian, but far fewer than the non-religious. Yeah, so when America blows up, let's move to Scotland. <laughs> I don't know. I hear their cities are pretty violent. <laughs> Right. Wow. I feel like that's where they came to that yeah. conclusion. They just looked around and went, there is no God. <laughs> Don't move to the city. <laughs> I heard an interesting quote today about religion where the guy said something like, if religion is supposed to be the answer, then the past 2,000 years have proved that, that it's not the answer. Like, mm. it's failing and we need to try something different. Mm. Like, they keep trying, but we haven't hit that peak of like, oh, yeah, if we just all Follow this religion, everything would be fine. People are fucking shitbags. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> mm. Well, I mean, every church that has ever come to be has been split and divided and modified over time. So, yeah, they're all evolving into the next best, better, final faith. And none of it, it it's all still wrong. You're right. How do they decide when they get the right one? When God comes back? Good luck with that. <laughs> you finally got it. You were at 99% back in 1867, right? <laughs> but you've done fucked it up, and but you finally did it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going in the right direction. It's just me. All right. That is all that I have. Does anybody have anything else? Phew. We made it no. through. <laughs> all right. Then that'll be it for this week. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast... You can support it by sharing it on social media or leave a review on iTunes and click five stars or, you know, a lot of stars, more stars. <laughs> the more stars, the better. Uh, again, if you want to contact us, you can do so by going to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash profane or tweet at profane uh, Also, please check out other shows on soon to be named network of which we are a member. Uh, you can find them at soon-to-be-named-network.com. Shows for comics, movies, TV, video games, whatever you're looking for. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you.